You're listening to JM Partners Atlanta Market East Drop, a quick real estate update from Jerry Metcalf Partners, real estate agents on the ground in Atlanta, talking about what it's like, what to expect, the pros, the cons, and what to consider to align yourself and your loved ones for the best opportunities. Yes. Hello. Oh, we are. Hi, everybody. It's the JM Partners Atlanta Market Easter Hop. Thanks for listening in. We have been talking and want to share with everybody today about the three current strong indicators of prices and what they're going to do. So everybody knows we've been talking over and over again about the fact that inventory is low, absorption is down to almost one month, and sales prices are up about 25% in Atlanta. Behind the scenes, what's affecting those prices and how do we know how to forecast the prices and just what's going on? So there's three things that's really, that are really affecting prices right now other than the obvious lack of inventory. Number one is, and demand of people moving to Atlanta, but number one is the building costs, which is replacement costs. Number two, which means it's hard to create more inventory. Number two is inflation. Is, is if there's inflation, of course, what does that mean to price? It goes up. And number three is what are the interest rates? What's going on with those and how's that affecting price? All that being said, we're gonna have Adam speak to us for a minute on building costs. Yeah, so building costs, as you just mentioned, are definitely on the rise. And a big piece of that is the cost of lumber. Um, you're saying lumber's up around 30%, which is, really one of the biggest drivers there and the the framing of the house makes up about a fifth of the cost of the house right now so that's that's really huge and things that are driving that are the fuel prices um, and the whole supply chain of the lumber costs as well as the raising of the minimum wage and labor costs um, and an increased demand um, is really flooding the lumber market so a lot of that is really just driving those costs up and it's more expensive to build a house wow do you have an mba (laughs) He does, everybody. Um, Maybe. <laughs> all right. So, uh, does anybody want to add? I mean, that like summed it up. Does anybody want to add anything to that? So, the other thing right now, again, supply and demand really affecting supply and demand is lumber costs is is, is also driving the price up. Number two, we talked a lot, and um, we were going to have Chad share with us a little bit about inflation. Yeah, so right now, as we know, um, there's more money being printed, and when more money is being printed, it causes inflation. Um, So core inflation for 2021 will run about 2.3%, which is up from 1.6% at the end of 2020. Um, So yeah, definitely a strong indicator of, uh, you know, real estate prices. Well said. Does anybody have anything to say about that? Nailed it, Chad. Nailed it. Exactly. Do you have an MBA? No, I dropped out. <laughs> Just more <laughs> common sense. All right. And then the last thing. So again, what are the indicators of what's really affecting home sales right now? What are the indicators? Building costs are going up. Inflation is on the rise and anticipated to go up, which drives prices of homes up. And the other thing on inflation, and I'm going to touch on inflation for a second. When inflation occurs, when you read up on economists, they say, as inflation occurs, the best place to put your money, especially this is more of the beginning of it as things are changing in our economy, is in real estate. Putting money in real estate 
investing in real estate, even though you're like, but wait, inflation prices are going up. But talking about these factors, this is the forefront of it. So just to help you guys get some insight, okay, so what does that mean for my real estate? But the last one, which is really interesting, is what is really going on with interest rates? They're lower by a percent now, this time this year than last year. How, what's going on, and what can we predict? So Bridget, tell us a little bit about interest rates. So we always talk to interest rates. The current interest rate is 2.85. Um, and that has obviously stayed, that is historically low. If you want to talk about, look at your 30 year and then 30 year interest rate, but over the course of, you know, looking at even from the seventies, 2.85 is ridiculously low. So if you're, if you I mean, are a year ago, there were 3.75, by the way, then there were 2.75, another 3.85, I mean, 2.85, but keep, Adam, right. you got to smile. But, and, and Chad, like we're usually Definitely. laughing. What's wrong? We're getting really serious about this. But Bridget, keep going. So um, I know, Chad, I'm speaking to you. But if you were <laughs> born after <laughs> 1990, um, you have no concept truly of, of high interest rates. I mean, they have, this is not just historically low, but this is ridiculously low. So the Fed, it's all based on the Fed and the Fed right now is at 0%. So we, it is based on the Fed. It's also based on unemployment. And so we do have our unemployment, obviously it's off. It took a huge dip in 2020 and we're trying to work back to where we were pre-COVID um, that we are working back to, we are working hard to get back to that. And it's projected at two to 4 million jobs per month are coming about. Um, I'm not going to speak to stimulus and all and that sort of thing, but if we stay on that- I did that for us, right. <laughs> stay on that track um, we should be back by 2022 so it looks like the fed is going to stay at zero our interest rates will stay low through 2022 at least or maybe even 2023 because it's based on the fed it's always one right. to two percent. as a rule of thumb it's one to two percent above the fed and the interest fed rates are Right, I do a lot because we talked about this before everybody. Like we didn't do it legit, legitimately live this week because we were like, this is a lot of complicated stuff. Let's get it right for you. You're but what we were talking about- Telling all of our secrets. I know, isn't that, it's the eavesdrop. We're doing this on the spot. It's the eavesdrop. Exactly. This is less on the spot. But, but what Bridget was saying, and we were all talking about before is that with interest, with I mean, not interest, yeah, interest rates, so they follow a year after the Fed. And that is quoting everybody. What was the economist's name that we're quoting? that was talking to us last week on a webinar call. Anyway. Rajiv, you have that, the guy from Georgia State? Yeah. No, Rajiv. Not Rajiv, Rajiv we're quoting next week. Oh. Um, so go we'll ahead. Find it. Somebody find his name and I'll speak to what he was talking about. So in the middle of COVID quarantining, jobs went down 20 million. And then they have now recovered since then. And what he was saying to back to what Bridget's saying is they are not, they are not fully recovered. So even though the jobs, the people who lost the jobs is the leisure, the leisure and lodging industry, if I said that right. But in that industry, the people that lost the jobs are not the people that are necessarily buying homes or buying the buying, you know, the average sales price in Buckhead, for example, is a million. They're not buying those homes. However, that does affect interest rates. So once employment catches back up, which at the rate that we are going and should be going, the appointment is going to catch back up to where it was. It will be, you know, six months, maybe a year, probably six months from what he said. Once they, once the employment's back, 
the Fed rates come back. And when the Fed rates come back, that follows a year which follows interest rates out. So we're looking at quoting Rajiv and our Georgia State friend who's, did anybody find his name yet? Um, somebody, anybody? I love that this is live. I'm gonna find his name. So, but what? But that being said, is they both said interest rates. Roger Tuttero. Roger Tuttero. Thank you. Roger Tuttero. Uh, he's on Roger the tip Yeah, it was Chad. PhD. Um, Roger Tuttero. PhD. Kennesaw State University. Right. So interest rates are going to go up. He said interest rates will stay relatively low. They're still going to go up, which can affect things, but they'll stay relatively low relatively low through 2021, 2022, possibly 2023. So what does that mean? That means that mortgage mortgages, payments are lower, justifies the higher prices. The good news is people will continue buying. The other thing to say to that is if you're thinking about moving now, now is a great time. If you're gonna move in the near future, now is a great time to get started and get it done and really get the right strategy in place with all of these moving parts that are happening. You go, okay, my situation, what the market is doing and what I'd like to do and what I need to do. How do we pull those together to make the right situation for myself? Um, anybody else want to add to that before we close it out? This was a serious yeah. eavesdrop uh, with Jane Partners Atlanta. Next week, we'll have some fun again with design and <laughs> simple topics. Thanks everybody for listening. What's that, Chad? That was Adam. Uh, Adam Vickers, Chad Paredes, <laughs> Thanks for joining us, y'all. Thanks, Jerry. Jerry. Hi. Of course, I always forget how to go off a live. Oh, there we go. Oh, hey, that was good. That was you did that great. Was that was that a transition? It was Thank you for listening to the JM Partners Atlanta Market Eavesdrop. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and share with your friends who might be moving or who just want to keep up with the latest on the Atlanta residential market. You can find us anytime online at jmpartners.io. That's jmpartners.io.